Hello and welcome to episode two of the Thinking About Therapy podcast. For those of you who've already tuned into episode one, you'll be aware that we're developing a formulation together and I'm giving you a little bit of insight into what the first few sessions of therapy would be like with myself. Our plan of action for today's episode is to continue with our formulation together, to focus a little bit on your past and your previous life experiences and how they've contributed towards the development of difficulties and strengths in your day-to-day life. As I said in episode one, this podcast is aimed at people who are quite interested in therapy, interested in seeing what happens in, in a therapy room with myself in particular, and also for those of you who might be interested in developing your own psychological formulation. Before we get into today's activity, I just want to let you know that I have decided to write a little bit of information to accompany the podcast, so hopefully you'll be able to download that for free alongside uh, the link for the podcast. I'm also going to attach some of the paperwork that I tend to use in therapy with people when developing a a shared formulation. So again, hopefully they're all available now to download alongside the, the podcast, and I hope you find them useful. Okay, well, let's crack on with today's focus. Now that you've developed your own problem list, The next step in therapy with myself is to sit down together and think a little bit about where your problems have come from. So today's session's focus is on your life story, your experiences over the years and getting a little bit of an understanding about who you are, where you've come from, the important things that have happened in your life over the years. Before we get into your life story, I usually start by asking about your theories or understanding about where your problems or difficulties have come from. You've just helped me to understand a list of your problems. And before I influence or interfere in any way, I'd like to hear what your theories are as to where your problems have come from. Often people have quite a good understanding about where the difficulties emerge from. And I'm very interested to find out what those theories are before we talk a little bit more about your past. So in your case, if you are engaging in the activity alongside me, consider your problem list and just have a think back to where you think some of these difficulties have emerged from and potentially make a note of that. I say make a note if you're writing with a pen and paper, but you can also use your recording if, if, if that's your preference. So this next part, life story work, doesn't exactly lend itself very well to a podcast and to you working alongside me from a distance. However, let's not let that stop us. You might just want to think about your life for a few minutes. You might want to write it down or you might want to audio record or you might want to share some of your experiences with a loved one or someone you trust. Whatever you decide yourself. Ideally, what we would do together in therapy is just spend a little bit of time getting to know you, getting to know you from your earliest experiences, your early memories, where you were, the life you were born into, the family you were surrounded by, your experiences at school, at home, over the years as you grew up through to teenager and adulthood, and just getting to know you a little bit more. This is often the bit where I try to say as little as possible and just leave you to explain and describe your life experiences. I do have some ideas or ways of supporting people with a little bit of structure, if that's appealing. Sometimes we use genograms or 
family trees and we draw out the family tree together. And then I invite you to talk a little bit about your relationships with your various family members, maybe some memories or some experiences or some key words that come to mind when you think about the various people in your family or your friendship groups. But often we use what we call a lifeline, which is really just one big long line, starting from your date of birth. And then we just sit back and listen to your story. And as you go through the years, I hope that you share a little bit about, you know, what it was like in terms of your earliest memories, what sort of life you were born into people around you, how school was as you grew up, important experiences that you had, difficult, traumatic, abusive experiences that you might have had, um, pleasant and enjoyable and strength-enhancing experiences that you may have had also. So I will figure out with the person that I'm working with how, how to actually do this in the most comfortable way last thing I want to do is, is upset you early in therapy by inviting you to talk about traumatic, difficult experiences. So what I do say to people, very similar to in their session one, about the problem list and just listing instead of going into lots and lots of detail, is if you have some difficult experiences in your past that you're not ready to talk about in therapy, you do not have to talk about them at this stage you don't have to talk about them at any stage in therapy. It's a common misconception that people have to talk about traumatic past experiences in therapy. And that's completely down to the, each individual person and what they feel is most appropriate for them. What I might do is just give you a little bit of understanding about how I tend to listen to life stories. What potential things I would look out for, sometimes looking to draw links between the present and the past unmet needs in childhood or teenage years or adulthood that I'll keep a close eye on as you tell your story. Some of the things that you don't mention can be important too. Now I've written a little bit of information about the adaptive unconscious to go along with this podcast but if you're really interested and you want a really comprehensive description of the adaptive unconscious and, and the re relevant research that goes with it I'd recommend Professor Tim Wilson's book Stranger to Ourselves. It's very good. In it he describes how as human beings, we take in millions and millions and millions of pieces of information every second through all of our different senses. The conscious mind can only cope with and deal with about 30 pieces of that information. So there's so much processing that goes on underneath the surface, behind the scenes in the unconscious. And in order to do all of that processing of information, the mind needs rules and heuristics, uh, predictability and certainty. Almost like maths equations, it has to process the information in a way that makes sense, that's quick, that's adaptive, that's supportive of us living our lives without getting overwhelmed with millions of pieces of information every second. And in order to do that, it has these rules that help us. Some of these rules are, are developed as adults, but many of them come from our childhood experiences, repeated experiences over and over again, or significant experiences that influence us as adults. And I suppose one of the things to think about is that all of these rules that govern our unconscious thinking and the huge amounts of information that get processed, we can only guess at really because we can't access our unconscious so easily. So going through your life story and getting an understanding of some of the experiences you've had will help us to maybe guesstimate what actually goes on deep down in that unconscious brain of yours and how you process information during the good times and the bad times. I often talk about the adaptive unconscious in therapy with people, and that's partly to uh, promote the idea of remaining curious and uncertain. 
about your past and how past experiences have influenced us. I often remind people that it's important to just take a li- almost like a little bit of a step back um, in terms of the certainty that you would have about your life. Curious uncertainty is an important component of this. It's, it's important to not necessarily use our adult brains to assume uh, or, or describe what, what we would have experienced as a child. We have a significant body of research demonstrating that our memories are not the most reliable things. Our adult brains have constructed a, a person, a sense of self, and a sense of self contributes towards how we interpret and remember aspects of our past and our childhood. So just try to take a little bit of a step back with that adult interpretation and just talk it through as it happened or as you can remember. It can be important. Although I do sometimes focus in on specific relationships and memories or words that come to mind when you describe particular relationships with loved ones and people close to you in childhood, I generally tend to go in chronological order from date of birth and just work our way through and ask people to just tell me about their life as much as they can remember and take me through their experiences. I say as much as people can remember. It's it's a bit scant sometimes what, what we can remember for, from our childhood years, and that varies significantly from person to person. So in your case, um, because this is uh, not therapy and it's just to give you a little bit of a flavour, just have a think or write down or audio record some of the key points from your life um, over the years as you grew up. It might feel a bit strange or unusual, but just give it a go and see what, uh, if you find it okay. For those of you who've got significant traumatic experiences in your past, in therapy, again, I, I tend to encourage people to to give me the sort of whistle-stop tour version of their past to some degree and not necessarily get focus in too heavily on, on traumatic experiences at this stage in therapy. So equally, I suppose, at this stage in our podcast together, I would encourage you to just go through your childhood years um, in as much detail as, as you need to, but not too much detail. Let's just get the outline of, of some of the experiences that you had, some of the memories that come to mind, let's see how they connect with some of the experiences that you've had as an adult. So if I take you through some of my thinking while we do life story work and what I'm looking out for in terms of unmet childhood needs or difficulties or challenges or strength enhancing experiences. Hopefully once I tell you a little bit about what's going on in my head, that might support you as you go through your life story. So what am I curious and uncertain about? Well, to start with, I'm interested to know a little bit about what sort of environment that you were born into. I'm even interested to know a little bit about the environment that you were conceived within. That's not to say whether Barry White was playing in the background and there was beautiful romantic candlelight. I'm thinking more along the lines of, you know, the environment and the relationships that were existing before you were even an idea. You know, grandparents and their relationship with your parents. Were you an anticipated and planned child, or were you a, a happy surprise, as my parents have told me I was? What sort of environment were you born into? Was there any difficulties or medical complications during the birth process, either for yourself or your mum? Was there any early health difficulties or developmental difficulties that you experienced that might have impeded your development or your relationship building with adults? Did you hear any stories about you, you as a baby, whether you were 
a pleasure to be around or whether you were cranky a little bit used to crying quite a bit did you hear any stories about your parents in the early stages anything that happened in the family environment that might have been particularly challenging or difficult to be around for anybody including a small baby do you know anything about how your needs were met and supported in those early years before you can remember who was around what sort of relationships did they have what would you have witnessed as a baby or a young toddler? What was your earliest memory? What happened when you went to school? Can you remember going to school the first day? Was there any separation anxiety, as people call it? Any difficult experiences? Can you remember being around peers at school? What was home life like after you came home from school in those early years? Were there any difficulties or challenges in terms of the way your parents supported you or didn't support you, looked after you? Any problems with siblings? How were you disciplined in the family home? Any traumatic past experiences that happened in those early years, whether it involved physical abuse or sexual abuse or emotional traumatic experiences? What was it like in school? What were your teachers like? Your peers? How did you cope with the academic work? It can be very difficult for a young child to learn quickly to sit down and, and pay attention and start to do all of these new tasks. How did you find that in amongst building up social relationships with peers and having to cope with all of the challenges and changes as many kids do? What were your teenage years like? There's a lot of transition, a lot of change, a lot of identity building a lot of conflict with family or rules that you don't agree with, stress related to exams, peers, how we look, how we feel as teenagers, hormones, spots, cruel jibes from other kids, a lot of bullying sometimes, getting into fights, starting new romantic relationships, experiencing rejection for the first time and second and third and fourth potentially experimenting with drugs and sex and to a lesser extent rock and roll and a lot of fun it can be an enjoyable time and moving beyond your teenage years into fully fledged adulthood how were things growing up moving out moving on with your life choosing work or careers or struggling to find work or careers getting involved in more long-term romantic relationships or Losing touch with friends and making new friends, or not making new friends, feeling isolated and alone. Any unmet needs come to mind in those years as an adult? And if you think right through up until the present, and consider your life and your experiences, just make a note of it. So now that you've told me a little bit about your life story and thought it through a little bit, we spend a little bit of time together meaning-making. I suppose that's what formulation's all about, really, is meaning-making. But in our case, with your life story, we just maybe reflect a little bit on some of the experience you've had. And as I said earlier, draw some links between your past and your present. Think a little bit about needs that were unmet over the years and how that impacted on you. And how you actually managed to get your needs and wants met over the years and the ways you've developed into adulthood as a person who copes in various different ways and different times and the skills that you've picked up along the way. So thank you for doing that. It's um, very helpful for me to listen to life stories and to hear 
some of the experiences that you've been through. It's a privileged position to be in uh, as a therapist to get to know people and hear life stories. Love it. In the next episode of the podcast, we'll move on to precipitating factors or triggers that contribute towards your difficulties emerging, either in the moment or in your life overall. So hopefully you'll join me for that and we can continue with your formulation development. And I look forward to speaking with you then. Mm